How's it going, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Waterfowl 365 presented by BTBN. I am your host, Chris Adams. However you're listening to this thing, whether it be Podbean, iTunes, whatever, Spotify, make sure you hit that subscribe button and uh, leave us a review. It helps with the algorithm and helps more people hear this thing. And uh, honestly, gives us a little feedback to make it better. So I uh, definitely would appreciate it. Um, If you are not following along with us on social media, check out BTBN, Facebook, Instagram. That is the best place to keep up with what is going on and when the new releases are going to be out. And going to get back into that head-to-head callmaker build-off here this fall. So lots of stuff to do. So BTBN, Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff. If you want to get yourself a paperweight of a duck call, check out Unstable Calls, Instagram, Facebook. Get yourself a nice-looking paperweight that might kill a few ducks for you this fall. It's the 100th episode. Man, I really can't believe that uh, we're still doing these things. I've talked to a lot of great call makers, hunters, guides, competition callers, and a bunch of other people alike. It's been a a fun year and a half, and... uh, I'm really happy to uh, finally have hit 100. So we figured we'd bring back the guy who did the first episode because it's our normal weekly BS session with Justin Strain. And we're going to have guest join, guest host. The guy who did the first one, Mr. Channing Korea, is going to join it. We're going to do a three-person BS session. So without any further ado, this week's and the 100th episode's BS session. Justin, what's up, buddy? Drinking beer, watching my wife get fucked up at 10 o'clock in the morning on our video camera on our ring. <laughs> Pretty fucking hilarious. And now it's sunburnt, hungover, and passed out in bed right now. That's awesome. Going hard on a freaking Thursday, man. Partying like she's 20 when she's 30-something. I'm Is- not going to say the age, but... She's 30. Right. Is today her, uh, like, her Saturday type thing? It's her first day off in six days working 12-hour shifts, and she's taking extra shifts at the hospital, maybe one 17-hour fucking shift through there. But, yeah, she's definitely partying and paying for it right now. Nice. Nice. Well, yeah, um, this one, guys, if you're listening to it, I know our little uh, tab on iTunes says explicit. And if you don't know what that means, that means there's probably going to be some cussing in it. It is the 100th episode, so there's probably going to be some obscenities in it. Uh, We're just kind of relaxing. Um, Justin and I are going to start this thing um, and get going and do the little uh, weekly review since uh what it's been thursday thursday last week to yep. thursday we're actually hitting a week what in the hell have you done in the last week well in the month at my fucking job and china is letting us down with behind shipments so i'm we've been all week fucking scatterbrained trying to gather parts i even looked in the trash for parts to turn into good parts but other than that fucking work Counting down to teal season to um, killing shit. Maybe even Saturday try to kill some dove, maybe. Some doves. Uh, yeah, man. It's the same way in the tire world. Um, 
we are out of everything. It's kind of like we went through and pulled all the inventory the last year and a half and like have been pulling from all the company throughout the nation and now we're finally at the bottom of the barrel and we're not we haven't taken in a bunch of new stuff we're so selling everything's selling liglongs yeah have you seen that cheap ass tire the liglongs yeah we don't sell any liglongs but uh <laughs> i've seen people buy them but it's like we're out of everything and i went to some old boys uh shop way out in the fucking country first stop of the day first day back was yesterday and uh, they threw an extra stop on me. And this dude was... I had never been there. And one of the other drivers who had been there told me, good luck. Which is never <laughs> a good fucking sign. Was it like uh, one movie where a guy's putting gas in his truck and he's got his finger in the belly button? He's like, get in there, boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was 10 miles of fucking gravel road. And I was like, where in the hell are we going? No cell phone service. No nothing. At 6.45 in the morning. And I show up at some old boy's junkyard. And uh, start unloading his stuff. And he's like, what's up with these tires? I was like, they're round. They got a fucking hole in them. Like, what do you want? What do you mean, what's up with them? They're rubber. <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, what took them so long? I was like, bro, it's 6.45 in the fucking morning. What do you mean? How fast do you want them? He's like, no. I ordered them a couple days ago. I was like, oh, I haven't been here, man. This is my first day back. And he goes, well, I'm going to stop fucking using you guys. And I was like, cool. Oh, that's cool. You're 10 miles down a dirt road. I don't give a fuck. And <laughs> I was like, I literally don't care right now. I was waiting for the 12-year-old in China to get done pressing the tire <laughs> yeah. and sending it to me. I was like, I literally have no idea. So he's like, we're not using you guys anymore. I was like, cool. I, if I never have to come back here again, that'll be awesome. So, uh, see you later, Joe up, Dirt. He ended up laughing by the time that I left and was uh, bullshitting with me because I like to bullshit with people. But it was a good first day back. I was so happy to be back at work. Um, the boss was like, We thought you were quitting. And uh, <laughs> I considered it, but then I spent two weeks at home being un- Mr. Mom. <laughs> yeah, unable to leave the house. The, all the kids here fighting nonstop. They weren't able to play with anybody. So I told him, I was like, no, I'm happy to be here, but give it a 12-hour shift. I'm sure you guys will fuck that up for me. (laughs) He just started laughing. Um, But yeah, man, second day back was today. Everything went smooth. It is much better than being at home. I need that that ratio of uh, working on calls and then being out of the house, man. Driving 400 miles a day going down to not leaving your house for two weeks yeah holy it breaks shit. up the monotony i, I feel the shit. same way like on vacation we go to florida at least once for like a week uh by day three or four i was like man i lounging around on the beach sitting on the porch drinking beer i was like i kind of want to go to work no nah, hell no not that but i know that I, when we were in florida for six days we drove 800 miles in florida we went all over the place, everywhere. Um, every day we're on the road for like three or four hours. Because I want to see shit. It's kind of like when I was in the Navy, man. Everybody, uh, every other sailor got off the boat and uh, went to the bar. Went to the first bar. Like, um, there was one place in Suda Bay and Crete. And uh, it was called American Alley. And there was like five bars. Everybody went to American Alley. Everybody got shit-faced. It was... 
a quarter mile away from the freaking ship, and uh, that was all they saw of, of Crete. Crete. Yeah, and it's like, do you need to you need to go experience exactly? That. Not how many times you know? Are, are you, you going to be in freaking you know? Unless you're a career navy guy and you're going to stop there, you know, five or six right. times. But if you're only four years. Or five years. You're well, only, you're hell, only... being in the military. How many times are you going to get to go freaking, you know, uh, Greece? Like, that's not a I'll common do, I, place. I'd lose my freaking mind if we went to Greece. And... Well, that's uh, Crete is an island of Greece. But well, it's you like... know, just seeing all the sides. Yeah. The, hi- the history of Greece. Yeah, we, we never wanted to eat at the same place. Um, you know, we never wanted to do anything. Never. I don't think I... I got trashed one night when I was on deployment... And uh, that was the night that we lost our liberty privileges because one of my group members threw up on the freaking bus that took us from the ship to the middle of town. So many people were throwing up on these fucking buses that our captain put out. The next person that throws up on the bus, them and their whole group lose liberty. And you have to, like, earn your liberty back port by port. And uh, we took out a guy... In our little group, it was myself, Logan. Uh, Logan is the guy that you guys always hear on the intro. Um, one of my best friends. And uh, it was me, him, and then my other buddy, Ben, who was in my department. And we took out one guy in our new little group. Like, we had our whole the group, our whole group for 10 months. And we added one guy to it. And uh, we get back and we just get hammered drunk. He, We were out at the bar on the beach uh like a little beach bar we're watching volleyball they have topless um beaches over in europe which is which is cool and the same with the swimming pools too yeah yeah <laughs> so so that was dope so we're sitting there drinking and my buddy was like adams let's do a fucking shot and i was like no i'm not gonna do a shot and he's like let's do a shot and i was like i'm not gonna do a shot he goes let's do a fucking shot and i was like i'll do one Oh, one what? turned into like <laughs> 40 way too many <laughs> and i'm trashed uh ben is 18 from texas never drank a day in his life he's fucking trash <laughs> logan's trash and this other guy is absolutely annihilated we get on the liberty bus to go back from downtown to or back from like the beach little downtown uh it's kind of like a daytona beach in mm. romania is where we're at to the ship we pull up to a stop, and this motherfucker throws up in the floor of the bus. I I am beyond livid at that point. I am hammered drunk. I'm yelling at him. You have to cross the brow, which is like a little bridge that connects the ship to the pier. And uh, the MAC, uh, he's the chief MA, military police for every other branch. And he's sitting there checking everybody as they come onto the brow, and you have to show your ID and stuff. Well, apparently, I got up to the top of my brow. Of the brow, and instead of requesting permission to come aboard, which is the standard Navy thing, I threw my ID at him, and I was like, I'm not going on fucking liberty for the next four weeks because this dipshit. And he's like, what? So they stop, and they're questioning us all, and I was like, I told that dumb son of a bitch not to eat the mushrooms. And everybody's like, ears perk up, and I hate mushrooms. They're disgusting. We ate pizza, and this dude had a mushroom pizza. pizza. That's his only toppings. And I was like, that is so disgusting. That is the grossest thing ever. So I get back to the the top, and I was like, I told him not to eat the fucking mushrooms. It's going to make him throw up. It's disgusting. I can't believe anybody would eat it. So they started asking me, like, what mushrooms did he eat? How many did he eat? And they're freaking out. And, he ate a whole bunch of death caps. <laughs> yeah, they're like, no, it's mushrooms on the pizza. 
so yeah, we got uh we got secured liberty, but I don't know how the hell we got into that. But uh yeah, good times overseas for some random reason. Um yeah, back at work this week. I guess that'll be the way to wrap up the uh the what weekly this, yeah, the weekly wrap up <laughs> tw- 10 minutes of rambling, but um uh, yeah, man, it's a good week. I'm glad to be back at work. Tomorrow is Friday. Uh, I don't know if we're working Labor Day or not. I hope not. I but, am uh, off. I have a four-day fucking weekend. God. I'm pranking and, you know, get blitz drunk with my neighbor in the front yard at some point because that always seems to happen. Keep the standard high. I like it. I like it. Um, Hell, man, let's jump into our sports little section. Um, First of all, we have the Jake Paul fight. Happened on what, Sunday night? Yeah, fucking, that's the weirdest shit ever. On a Sunday fucking night, I stay up till 11.30 at night to watch that goddamn fight, which I did not pay for. Watched it free, uh, streamed it on my TV from some stupid fucking website from probably Bangladesh. That's right. Shout out to the Facebook Liver streaming that Yeah, stuff. That's my favorite. They're the real heroes And they're joint. constantly flashing their cash app or Venmo. That's right. Venmo he asked every second for uh, donations. And I was like, I'm not donating shit, but this is way better than paying for it. I tuned in. I was tuning calls and carving calls. And I got there at round five. So you so you missed round four where Woodley actually hurt him. I the only time he threw punches of the fight, from what I see on the highlights, the only time he actually pressed. He really let his hands go. I there's rumors around saying that he was financially in trouble and needed money, which this is probably the biggest payday he's ever received. But if it wasn't, you know, a scandal, or whatever, that he didn't throw punches. If Tyron Woodley would have just let his fucking hands go instead of chasing Paul with his hands up, he, I think he could have knocked him out. Yeah. Okay, so I saw round five, six, seven, and eight, and he was not pressing whatsoever. He was more following. He should have cut off the ring, trapped him in the corner. Yes. Just touched, you know. Paul was circling him. Yeah. And then he's so much taller than Woodley Woodley wasn't setting anything up. So he was going in and not even throwing jabs because he couldn't reach him. Yeah. He was flat-footed. Well, he let Jake Paul circle him around the ring. Well, if he would have cut off the ring, like throwing, throwing the jab would set it up, and Woodley would have benefited every time if he would just pop that jab and fired first and cut off the ring and trapped him in the corner because Logan was a, you know, wanted to be against the ropes, which in round four should have been a knockdown the ropes. Cannot, Saved his ass. Ropes cannot save your ass and keep you up. Right. He would have gone down. Yeah. But it just throwing it... <clears throat> I watch a lot of... I grew up watching a lot of boxing. I love MMA as well. But just throwing that jab out there, just popping the guy, and that will freeze his hands, and then you can hit, you know, a body, a hook to the face, an uppercut. Just setting that stuff up and being first would have thrown Jake... Because he doesn't fight really well backing up. No. Well, and another thing that I noticed, you know, in the short session that I watched about the second half of the fight was they broke up the clinch almost immediately every single time. Like, normally there's some dirty boxing, some tie-up, some rope work. Like, as soon as they clinched, it was immediate let go. And that's where I thought that Tyron Woodley would freaking wear him down. Like, every other, you know real fighter especially with a grappling background 
It's what I expected Ben Askren to do, but Ben Askren's not a puncher. Hey, he was fighting on a rubber hip. Yeah, and I can tell you that Tyrone Woodley, I watch a shit ton of UFC. I listen to UFC podcasts. That dude has not looked right since losing to Kamara Usman. Yeah. He has looked worse and worse every UFC fight. His last UFC he fight. Bell- Didn't he fight last in Bellator? No. Uh, I would have to check on that. Um, I know he fought earlier this year in the UFC, and he got KO'd. He got stopped in the second round, but he looked really, really yeah. good. The, the drive doesn't obviously seem to be there. Yeah, he just he just does not look the same, and uh, he's been slow. He's not attacking like he used to, and um, he's never been known as a huge boxer puncher. No, he's, he, he, he's pun- he sets he uses in the MMA world the punches to set up the takedown and yeah. then beat your fucking face in with ground and pound. Yeah, and so it was already kind of weird, but you know I'm really impressed. From the little bit that I saw, I know everybody hates on it, is Jake Paul threw some nice counter punches. Yeah. He the, was counter the guy He out counter punched freaking Tyrone Woodley. Okay. And the difference is Tyrone Woodley's been doing it for 20 years. He's a world champion. Not in the same sport. Boxing is a sport. It is not fighting to me anymore. But uh, to well, counter punch a world champion fighter as a two-year YouTube star fighter. It was impressive. It's impressive, but at the same time, all of his fight and opponents have been... One was a, a former professional basketball. No, no, no. Yeah, they're, they're all garbage. His opponents have been garbage. I don't even think Tyrone Woodley was I a would, good... F- I would like to see him with a guy that has an amateur background with the same amount of... Yeah, another... Uh, uh, same amount of professional fights, an actual boxer, and either and be this around the same age or maybe even you know nineteen twenty years old. Now, I would. I want pay, to see him fight Nick Diaz. No, I want to see or Nate Diaz. Sorry. I want to see him fight Canelo Alvarez. I want I want to see Canelo Alvarez bring the smoke and fuck that dude up. See Canelo Alvarez fighting Jake Paul is like freaking. Floyd versus Connor doesn't even compare because at least Connor is fought and he was an amateur fighter when he was younger, and Connor is a striker. Um, that would be a fight. Though. The thing with Jake Paul is people we keep moving the goalposts. Dana White's like, oh, he's not fighting any fighters. He's fighting Nate Diaz, and then he fights Askren. He's like, well, Askren is a a one trick pony. All he can do is freaking wrestle, and then he comes out and he fights Woodley, and he. He probably should have lost to Woodley. Number one, Woodley was wearing bigger gloves. I didn't even know that. Uh, Channing was talking about it. But um, Woodley was wearing bigger gloves. He Woodley's still not a striker, but he's still a professional fighter, world champion. Freaking Askren, he was a champion in Bellator, I think. And some, some fight league in China. Yeah. Like, that's... It, it's two I, different things. Him beating Woodley, which is debatable or not, the fact that he was able to hang with Woodley is what impresses me. Because, like I said, I know they wrestled in school, and I've seen videos of his brother wrestling. Um, what's seen... the big fucker that's at 185? That um, that um, 
the last style bender. Um, oh shit! One eighty five champ right now, uh, humped after he beat him. He's a big fucker. Goddamn. Look it up. Um, kid, go ahead. And you make I definitely want to see a boxer, a a real boxer. I, I'm tired of seeing MMA guys. That because we all know in mixed martial arts, you're not just throwing punches, you're throwing kicks, you're worrying about you know wrestling, taekwondo, karate, judo, whatever. I want to see a guy that is a, a true boxer, and really with this, like I said before, the same amount of fights, but m- maybe a, a bet a lot of amateur fights. Uh, it was Paulo Costa, who Paulo Costa. is a freak of nature. I watched um, not Jake, but uh, Logan. They were wrestling around for like a YouTube video. Dude, Logan can wrestle. Like, I know he did it in high school. I don't. Maybe he did it in college. I don't know. But as a wrestler, I can see that that dude can actually wrestle. And Paul Acosta is a beast. So, those dudes are young. I think if they really wanted to and trained full-time, 10 years from now, if they keep training like they're training, they could be legitimate fighters. Would they ever be world champions in the UFC? Not a chance. But I don't think they, they would hold, hold a belt in the in boxing. No, 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 not in boxing. Dude, boxing... Okay, boxing is garbage. I still love I love the idea of boxing. The fact that Floyd Mayweather waited freaking five years to fight Manny Pacquiao, I lost all respect for boxing ever. It's a money grab. It is ridiculous. I am surprised that the uh, Tyson Fury rematch happened when it did because... You figure that they would have fucked around and not make it happen. That's why it pisses me off that Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury can't fight. Well, because they got the rematch clause with... Right. The third rematch. But that was a year ago. Well, Wilder contracted freaking COVID. Oh, dear God. But that's the thing. There's too many promotions. In the UFC, everybody's in the UFC. The WBC, all these other boxing divisions where Anthony Joshua is the heavyweight champ of what? uh, I think... WBO maybe whatever the hell that's the problem is it's just but like no the one makes any, no one makes money in the UFC and the, to those those guys deserve, Dana White makes money they, they just don't redistribute the money the same that, that's the bullshit about UFC if they were allowed to nego- like the last you know Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier Poirier I, made I think a, they both made like fifteen no, million no he made a million fucking dollars and Conor made five million dude that's unbelievable that should have been a hundred million dollar payday for the winner 50 million dollar for the loser if that would have been floyd mayweather it would have been a, a ha- half a billion that's the dollars. bullshit nobody gets fucking paid and they're the fucking product they are the product of you know dana white obviously signs checks and he finds the talent but they are putting themselves on the line they deserve to get fucking paid yeah, and that's, I mean, I get it because in boxing there's what like five, five Wait. fights in a box, a boxing uh, pay per view, whereas UFC there's like twenty five, there's not twenty five. So fights. there's like got- fifteen fights. So you have to distribute it a little bit different. But I'm looking at like the biggest pay per views. Um, Floyd Mayweather obviously has a uh, two point five million pay per view. What is this? I'm trying to look up the biggest pay-per-views and see how close boxing is to uh, to the UFC. Like, but I, I got- can't imagine that modern-day boxing, like um, 
What was the rematch of... Floyd, uh, okay. What was the rematch of the heavyweight? Oh, uh... It was Anthony Joshua. No, Anthony Joshua is who I wanted to fight. What's the big fucker? Deontay Wilder? Deontay Wilder, yeah. No, but Anthony Joshua fought uh, Andrew Ruiz again. And yeah, but yeah. Ruiz... Ruiz started drinking a lot of Corona after he won. He got way too hyped about winning. He gained 40 pounds. He, he was a champ, shit. man. The, he, no, no one can he tell the champ. He is the champ, and he's a counterpuncher, but he literally said no. that he didn't train at no, all. No, exactly. He was too busy. But no... Freaking Floyd is the ultimate businessman. So he gets. I agree. So when he fights a pay per view, he's getting a cut of the seats that are fucking sold. He's getting a cut of the fucking pay per view. He's getting, you know, and then he's getting his freaking fight purse. That guy is smart. And and I, like I said, the UFC fighters deserve more. Because Dana White is not out there, you know, getting punched in the face and leg broke. Getting choked out, you know, later on life, you know, CTE, man. You lose your mind and wind up be like OJ. Okay, so that fight that we're talking about, the rematch of, uh, Anth- not Anthony Joshua, god dang it. Tyson Fury Tyson and Fury, Wilder. Right. $850,000 $850, buys. That's what it says according to the old Google machine. The third biggest pay-per-view buy, pay-per-view buy, buy. is... Khabib McGregor. Okay, Mayweather Pacquiao, largest. Mayweather McGregor, second largest. We watched that fight at my house. I know, but that had four, 4.6 million for Pacquiao, Mayweather, 4.3 for McGregor, and then 2.4 for Khabib versus McGregor. McGregor made $100 million off that fight and uh, off the... Uh, off the uh, Mayweather Man. fight, and Mayweather made like five hundred million. He didn't disclose how much it he was. He made a lot of money. He made a shit ton of money. Uh, the Khabib versus McGregor. I know not one of those motherfuckers made over ten million dollars. They got half as many buys. So, if you're just doing the math, that's fifty million and two hundred million or two hundred fifty million. It it is night and day. That's pretty crazy though. Looking at um, the top ten. Okay, so one. This is just the first thing that I found, so it might be 100% wrong. Number one all-time, you got Mayweather versus Pacquiao. Number two, Mayweather versus McGregor. Number two, or number three, Khabib, Khabib versus McGregor. God dang it. Number three, you got De La Hoya versus Mayweather. Number four, Mayweather versus Canelo. Five, six, seven, nine, and ten are all UFC events. So it's like 50-50. For boxing versus UFC, and UFC is definitely taking way more. Dude, McGregor has been involved in six out of ten of the top pay-per-view buys ever. That's freaking crazy. That is insane. That's why the dude is loaded. Like, it's crazy. Okay, we spent way too much time on this freaking Jake Paul fight. Um, Let's jump into number two. Bishop Seymour, a fake... Electronic online Line. high school with some twenty-eight-year-olds. Hey, they're all fresh out of fucking prison, dude. Earning GEDs and playing football with a coach that has two warrants for DWI. <laughs> there better be a thirty for thirty about that. How in the hell did ESPN drop the ball that hardcore? They're like, they just looked at the the printed out roster. Like, did you look at their game schedule? 
They played a game on like on a, like a Friday or a Saturday at three a.m. <laughs> yeah. Look at their game schedule. It was like three a.m., five a.m., one thirty in the morning. Like what in the like on Sunday? <laughs> like their game schedule is ridiculous. And somehow they made it on national TV. It is one of the funniest things that is viral right now on all the different social media things. But I don't know where it came from, but it's hilarious. It's hilarious. They trolled their way into it. And they're playing grown-ass fucking men. That shows and they that, still got shit stoned. That's, a, you know, showing the talent of these, you know, high school kids that are going to IMG, which is, a, you know... They do all the one sp- of the top ten country, yeah, programs in the country. Yeah, they do all the all the sports, getting these kids ready for you know the, the life on a, on a college campus and the college atmosphere. But it shows the talent level of the, these kids that are you know beating the shit out of bright. Well, they're out of shape too. Well, I was watching their uh, some of their camp videos. Somebody made a TikTok about it. They were practicing in the local park with no. Well, I did <laughs> see. I seen one guy. I was like, he had. I I'm bald. And he had a bad receding hairline. He's he looks like a cast member from the All American Show, which all the I watched that show one well, a couple episodes, and they're all like thirty years old, and they're all playing eighteen year olds. I was like, this guy's forty. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Um, yeah. We'll jump into the next one. Cam Newton cut old um, uh, oh. Old Mac Jones. We had a, a little text thread going on, and I said that outside of Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, I think I liked Mac Jones to go to the Broncos. I wanted him to go to Denver. Thought he was highly slept on because he's a fat white kid. He's Tom Brady two point oh. He is. He's good. He's good. And he's looked good in New England. I think it, it leads into the last little sports one. Best rookie quarterback this year. Who's going to be the best rookie quarterback? See, you want to say Trevi Trev? No. He's on the I, worst fucking team I don't they want have. To, I, I like Trevor. I don't want to say Trevor. Everybody else wants to say Trevor. That's what I mean. Just I, yeah, in yeah, yeah. Well, I'm 50-50. I want, you know, I like, I'm leaning towards Mac, and I'm leaning towards Zach Wilson. All <sighs> I think he, he could. He, he plays for the Jets. I know, I know. He plays for the Jets. If he didn't play for the Jets, I would say yes. They fired Adam Gase, who is the worst coach ever the only reason adam gase has ever had an opportunity is i was uh listening to a broncos podcast for a guy who's covered the team for almost 20 years and he's one of their media guys and adam gase was the offensive coordinator when peyton manning came in they asked peyton manning what offense he wanted to run he got to pick his own plays peyton manning was the offensive coordinator and adam gase was like the face of and that's how he got the head coaching job in Miami and then the Jets. And yeah, Adam Gase is fucking terrible. So maybe the Jets are a little bit better, but they're still the Jets. Still they the have Jets. no talent. I mean, there's some got really good guys on the roster, but I, I feel really bad for Zach Wilson because I think, I think he, that he I could think be he's good. I think he's going to have a good, good season. I think he's going to have the, the best first half. You think he's just going to drop off? I think that teams are going to figure him out, out, and maybe he has a middle-of-the-road, decent rookie season, which is a win for the Jets. It's a great season for the Jets if he has. And if he's ranked 20 to 24 overall quarterbacks, it's a win for the Jets. Now, Justin um, Fields. No, Justin Fields is not going to start. And well, Justin, I know. I say week three, Justin Fields is Yeah, start. why in the hell would you throw Justin Fields out there to begin with? 
Um, like I said, Justin Fields' highlights have been amazing this preseason. If you watch every other play, his lowlights, he oh, looks really good. But I'm just saying, good. he's going to... I think he's going to come on on the in the third week. I think he's going to look good. It's kind of the same with Trey Lance. Um, I don't expect Trey Lance to play at all unless Jimmy G, Jimmy G gets hurt. But I think the back half of the season... I think the Niners are trying to get him hurt playing him in the third quarter. I think of the last preseason game to go score a fucking touchdown. Yeah. Well, and that's like... I think Trey Lance, by the end of the year, might have the best second half, but not the best cumulative... Oh, that's a big one. Yeah, that's a fucking that big one. Cumulative, <laughs> cumulative, cumulative. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> We're a bunch of His total retards. season. I don't think Trey Lance is gonna have the best total season, but I think he could have the best second half. Um, but we might be as far as consistency, dude. Mac Jones. I think yeah. Trevor Lawrence. I think we is could eat our words though with tr- tr- Trevor Lawrence. We could. We could. I'm not ETN's saying we are. already freaking hurt. They literally they have nobody. They have no offensive line. Yeah, tr- their defense is terrible. They have one defensive starter. I can't remember who it is from that great 2017 yeah, season I can't that think carried Blake Bortles. They only have one player left. Like Jacksonville's cupboard is bare, and I think I just hope that it doesn't ruin Trevor Lawrence's season. And I think that freaking Urban Meyer is a god. He's, he's waiting to get fired. Oh, I, I think I know he already lost the locker room. Mm-hmm. There's been numerous reports that I've been told and I've seen that guys do not like him. Well, he brought in his strength coach from Ohio State. That dude got fired in the first two weeks because he was an asshole. He started treating NFL players like they were freaking seven and eight, and they're like, "Motherfucker, I make more than you do." I've been in the league for ten years. Yeah. They got he got fired quick, and I think Urban Meyer is not going to be the answer in Jacksonville. I think he's gonna he's be, not going to be the savior. He's going to be gone, but I think Trevor Lawrence. We'll see after him, that. We'll see him back on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sooner it's, than later. It's a matter of time, man. Um, we'll jump into water foul. We got Dove season opened yesterday. Um, David, our buddy, freaking murdered the crap out of him the last two days. Got teal season opening in. I don't know, like eight days, something yeah, like that. On the September 11th. It's nice and cold here, so I'm slightly optimistic. I found myself driving around today. My biggest and only goal, if I only do three hunts this season, I will be com- perfectly content. I want all three children to go on their first hunt this year. And I got really excited, possibly going to take Ryan out to do some scouting this weekend just to see what water levels are at. Because when I do those hunts, they're probably just going to be myself and him. Just so it's not impeding on everybody else's hunt. Um, I know if we take him out there with other kids and stuff like that. It'll just turn into a shit show. It'll turn into a shit show. You put two kids together, it turns into a shit show. But um, I'm excited for teal season kicking off. It's 81, 82. It kind of feels like season's coming around. I know my AC ain't running hardly as much as it has been the past two weeks prior. Uh I know we need some a little bit more rain. I wish Ida would have, you know, swept up to us a little bit and gave us Dude. a little bit of rain. No. New York is being fucking pounded. Yeah, and that shit. I have so many call making friends, and uh, you know, and my they, my thoughts go out to those guys because yeah, there I have one guy that I mean, he just lives right in the fucking eye of that shit. Um, it's that part of Louisiana that is southwest 
of uh, New Orleans and it's that little stretch. It's one road and there's houses and businesses and oil refineries on each side of the road that goes out there. And I know that they just got absolutely, their shit kicked in. And uh, dude, it's, I watched a video of a camera on TikTok that was set at 10 feet high. Yeah, I seen that one. That and how <sighs> fast that water That broke. house was gone, dude. It was it's horrible. It's absolutely horrible and living when I lived in Pascagoula, Ocean Springs, Mississippi, that was 20 miles away from the eye of Katrina hit in uh Bay St. Louis, Mississippi. And I was down there two and a half years later. And there were pieces of houses, shingles, shit like that in the road yeah, the, everywhere. The, there's parts of freaking New Orleans that will never be habitable again. Yeah, and it just... I feel bad for all those people because yeah. it's... I, I, my wife, she had co-workers that are now... They took the traveling nurses because it's a fucking feeding frenzy. And hospitals are... You, you want $200 an hour to work. They're going to pay pay you that. They have money. to. There's nobody else, man. So they went off, and, you know, I was like, oh, I'm down in New Orleans, and we have no power, and we're stuck at the hospital with no power, and no one can get out. It's it's fucking sad, and I had a buddy, he's a call maker, and he was posting how he wasn't allowed to go back inside of his house and get his things, and it's as sad as it is, as a former first responder, firefighter, all that good stuff, the structures become too dangerous. You don't know what gas lines are ruptured. You don't know what electric is ruptured. You don't know what the structure is like. If you start letting people go back inside their houses, yeah, you're gonna things, wind up with more, uh, more it, body count. Step it, on a live wire, you know. The house comes down on them. Like it's, it's just a horrible, horrible situation. Yeah. My heart goes out to them, and I've, like, I'm from Missouri, but my heart will always, a piece of me will always be on the Gulf Coast, just living there. It is south of I-10, man. It is a a certain mindset, a certain lifestyle, and a piece of me will always be there. And uh, I just absolutely love it, and I feel horrible for those guys. Uh, we'll get back into less depressing topics. Um, the big waterfowl news of the week is a certain... Dumbass. Water, dumbass waterfowl celebrity out there um had a video one of his many videos go viral and it's not the first video that us as a small group has picked apart of course um doing the former tv stuff i hate we're not gonna say his name because uh you've probably you've probably watched it people know and i just don't i'm not a fan of calling people out like that but uh man if you guys are out there hunting do not shoot over a freaking dog man put, what put the gun down put just, the gun down and okay there's gonna be another flock within 15 20 minutes who and if I, if I, you don't get to shoot anymore it's not worth you know shooting a buddy's dog or your own freaking dog you know i debated a lot when we were doing our uh weekly session if i was going to touch on this at all and if it just would have been the video of him doing that it is a shot cam video uh no sponsor i don't know who the hell he was using but um, one of the videos for the shotgun, and it's a dog running out in the field, pausing and then shooting geese 10, 20 feet away. Who knows? Um, but definitely questionable. If it just would have been that, I'm not going to address it. Well, this person released a follow-up video. 
in which video he said, I am not apologizing for what happened. He went over it. He, he said it like a, a thousand bit. times. Yeah. And he did, you know, he said, I'm not apologizing. But at the same time, he knew he fucked up and he doesn't want to fucking own it. He didn't own up to it. And the problem is, is he started the video by showing his personal dog and trying to score some points on the internet. With, oh, here's my cute dog. See, he's just fine. Um, saying how he would never, ever shoot over his dog saying that he left his dog in the truck because he didn't want his dog to break. All of this good stuff, um, showing real compassion for his own animal, and then went to his video and broke it down and said that he pulled up to shoot these geese and a dog broke. I've been on hunts where dog breaks. Like, it happens. I don't blame anybody. First, first hunts of the year. Yeah, yeah. It's early season, um... I mean, I don't blame anybody for a dog breaking. A, a dog is an animal. It has its own thoughts. You can be the best trained dog in the world. Guess what? There's dogs that qualify for Grand Nationals that are the best field dog dogs in the world. Sometimes they get bumped before they get their passes. Like I've talked to dog trainers. We've had other dog trainer, uh, other you know, dog trainers guys that run Grands on here. Dogs break. It happens. So the dog breaks. And he says that he sees the dog in the shot cam video, pauses, pulls his gun slightly five feet over, and then shoots geese once he feels the dog is, is not going to get... danger. Yeah, is out of danger. That's where this situation went from me not having a problem with it to having a serious problem with it. Because I've we've all been in groups of birds, and sometimes you get a little tunnel vision. Sometimes you're trying to pick out your bird. Sometimes you're band hunting. Sometimes you're trying to find the mallard, the the drake. You know, we've all been in that situation. And if he would have said, hey, I fucked up. I didn't notice the dog. And, um, you know, I, I was trying to pick out geese, trying to pick out whatever, you know. And I fucked up. This is a teaching moment of how dangerous... Situations can go from normal to dangerous really quick. Great. That would have been a great teaching moment, and I would have had a lot of that respect for him. That would have taught a lot of the younger kids that are coming into this sport. Yeah, yeah. I would have had a lot of respect for him for addressing it that way, because fuck-ups do happen. It happens to everybody. Happens but, with me and you and our our group of guys. And, oh, yeah, absolutely. And we're, and we're 34 years old. We're You know, every day is a learning experience out in the field. Exactly. So... He went on his breakdown and he said he noticed the dog, let the dog get out of danger, and then shot. Okay, well, you noticed the dog and then chose to shoot. That is where I have a problem with it. If there's a dog out in the field, you pull the gun down. And he repetitively said, my dog was in the truck, not my problem, not my fault. So if people are rioting and looting and they're standing next to you, is it okay to just start rioting and looting because everybody yeah. else is? Like, I don't give a shit if it's not your dog or not. You don't shoot. You own a dog your freaking self. Be yeah. smart about it. Put the freaking gun down. You notice the dog and shot still after saying you would never shoot over your own dog. That's extremely hypocritical, extremely unsafe. Um, we've picked out videos from this dude before. We've never mentioned on the podcast, but it's not the first time this stupid situation has come up. Everybody in the world knows who we're talking about. Do not shoot over fucking dogs. If you notice it, like, absolutely unbelievable. So, uh, 
we will uh, get out of the waterfowl stuff and we'll start moving on to some of the funny stuff again. All right, now we're back from our little uh, potty breaks. It is Corona Friday here Thursday, and we are talking Corona beer, not Corona Corona. But um, yeah, we'll go ahead and jump into the next section, which is over under, um, overrated, underrated. It has uh, become something that we've done here the last couple times, and we did fall items last time. Today we're just kind of going random, but we're going to start back off with a fall item, and I'm going to go with one of, uh, I don't know, one of the first things on here. Thanksgiving food, overrated, underrated. I'm talking turkey, I'm talking deep fried, I'm talking macaroni and cheese, stuffing, not dressing because we're in Missouri. I'm talking mashed potatoes, corn. No, if you're in Missouri, mashed potatoes. Mashed taters, corn, uh, green bean casserole, all that good stuff. We're in misery. I hate, that is one of my biggest pet peeves. When I hear people from Missouri in interviews say Missouri. Missouri. Fuck's sake, dude. That makes us look so freaking dumb. Missouri, or this one. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But when people from Missouri say Missouri, dude, that is like one of my hot buddies. Okay. Overrated Thanksgiving food. Thanksgiving food, overrated on yours. Why is it overrated? Uh, Turkey, I like it. Sucks. I like a little. A little bit of it goes a long way, but you go to you know a family member's house and it's one fucking turkey, and you know that fucking person can't cook. It's dry. And then, what about fried turkey? Deep fried turkey. Uh, if it didn't explode the house. If it didn't explode the house, it's good. But I we did Thanksgiving two years at our house. Two years ago at our house, I put the fucking turkey on at like midnight and started smoking it was low and slow it was ready by one o'clock i went duck hunting on the same day turned out good smoke smoke turkey is the best turkey but it's still garbage it's still garbage it's still garbage it's still still garbage yeah um i agree man uh jessica that is like the one where family comes in and she has to get everything ready have ninety thousand meals all right, like the house has to be perfect. Food. The house has to be perfect. I fucking fucking might be strong. I do not care about Thanksgiving food. Turkey number one is disgusting. I grew up. It's not disgusting. Like I would. I rather. Really, I rather have ham. 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 I grew up on honey baked hams. That's what my family always got. Turkey is dry. I like ham. If I'm gonna have turkey, I want it to be dark meat. I think I'm going to smoke a pork shoulder instead. She can cook her turkey, do whatever she wants. I'm doing pork shoulder. I think I'm doing pork shoulder. Uh, Thanksgiving food is... It's the most overrated... It reminds me of Lambert's. It's the most overrated food out there. It's just the experience of the throne roll up here at Lambert's. It's garbage. Growing up, my mom did not do turkey. We did Cornish game hens, which is fucking delicious that sounds like a european thing it won't she's german my mom's a fucking nazi she's she's from germany so that makes sense you can't say she's a fucking nazi she's from germany she's not a white power nazi she's not a white power nazi well my grandma on the other hand Uh, 
No, I'm gonna save you. I'm gonna save you. No. I'm gonna stop you. No, you don't have to stop me. You no. saw the post that I shared on this thing. I was like, this might be the one that gets, gets us canceled. canceled. No, this yeah. won't get us canceled. Yeah, but my grandma is old. When I was old, old world German. Yeah, well, yeah, she was there during World War Two, and I could. She was telling me a story because I was watching a documentary about World War Two, and we're going down a different rabbit hole. But she said she could remember her mom and dad. And then going to Heidelberg and watching Adolf Hitler speak, you know, do a public speech. I was like, that's fucking nuts. That yeah. she, she can remember seeing this man in public. He, she said she walked right by, and like he walked like right behind him. Damn. That's freaking crazy. But Thanksgiving food fucking sucks besides macaroni, cheese, and ham. That, see, it's everything is good about. About Thanksgiving food, I love everything that she makes for Thanksgiving food. It's just so overrated. The whole getting up early to cook everything. I mean, obviously, we're going duck hunting, so I'm not participating in any way. But um, the whole pageantry of the whole thing. I don't care about macaroni and cheese. I don't care about stuffing. I don't care about mashed potatoes. I would rather have barbecue any day of the week. If we're listing my favorite foods in order, Thanksgiving style food is not even on the list. No. Like it's it's it, so no. overrated. Overrated. Number two, controversial. I think we're gonna have different outlooks on this one. College football. Underrated. Love college. I love college football. Why is college football better than I don't think NFL? It, I don't think it's better. I just, you know, I love the rivalries. There's so many different games on on Saturday, like all day. Like we got all day games in, on in the NFL, but it's just all the different teams. And I might sound like a a snob here, but I like the different kind of uniforms you get to check out on teams. I I like the pageantry of the you know the cool unique uniforms like the Army Navy game. The uniforms that come out it with is those. dope. It's That's, dope. It's fun to Oregon watch. goes crazy on uniforms. Yeah, too. it's fun to watch. You know the teams, and then you get to see some of the you know the future stars or the guys that are going to be you know lower round guy. The diamond in the rough, like you watch you know. Eastern Carolina State play, you know, a bigger team. There's one guy on that team that's going to make an NFL roster, and he's going to be an undrafted diamond in the rough kind of guy. I love that stuff. See, my opinion on college football is, and I, I talked to Jessica about this a while back, is the NFL, or I guess any professional sport, the excuse was, these guys are out here playing for heart and pride and blah, 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 where NFL is just a bunch of high-paid sissies. Now they're getting paid in college. Dude, they were getting paid back then. All Shaq right. said when he went to the Magic, he took a pay cut from LSU to go to professional. They've been getting paid forever. And for to tell me that a guy playing for college and playing for a professional contract cares more than a guy playing for... $500,000 trying to get a $50 million contract cares more is absolute nonsense. Patrick Mahomes was making $400,000 a year. You're going to tell me that Joe Burrow and LSU cared more than Patrick Mahomes when he was going to make $50 million a year? 
absolute nonsense. I'm not saying that you said that. I'm saying <laughs> that that is the number one excuse I've always heard my entire life is college guys just actually care. They're going there for the love of the game. No, no motherfucker. They're, they're trying to get money. paid and they're making money. I'm, I mean, I know these guys are you know getting money left and right from different sources, whatever. I just like the the rivalry games. The rivalries are getting ended. Your team is Texas le- is, leaving. is leaving the Big Twelve. Missouri left the Big Twelve. Nebraska left the Big Twelve, and they both sucked since they did it. Oh, Oklahoma, you they're the number one team in the Big Twelve right now. Five years from now, when they go to the SEC, they might be the fifth or sixth best team. They're doing it for greed. Texas is 100% doing it for greed because they've sucked for a decade. Well, they're going to be. Steve Sarkeesian is from. Get them. He's he's, Alabama one year. He had Teddy. He had Jameis Winston fucking rehab at Nick Saban's fucking school. Texas is going to get their shit pushed in by the SEC for a decade. And they're going to be sad that they left, but the freaking admins are going to love it that they're getting the money. You think that Texas is actually going to win in the SEC? Not, not right away, but they will build. Ugh. They will build, and they will win. Fuck no! I, I think it's a horrible move. I hate it. The original homecoming. Do you know where the term homecoming came comes from? I saw this on NCAA the like the last game I ever played back when they still no. made video games. The term homecoming originated. And I don't care what fact checkers say, because this was on a video game, and I saw it. It's true. And I have a great memory. The original homecoming happened versus Mizzou and Kansas, like, way back in the day. Like, 40 years ago, when a bunch of veterans from some war, and I'm a veteran myself, so I'm not trying to be disrespectful. A bunch of veterans came home from a war, and they had a big celebration at the Mizzou Kansas game, and that's where homecoming comes from. That game is no longer even played because the conference switches. The conferences switching the Texas leaving, the Mizzou leaving, the Nebraska leaving. Mizzou, Nebraska was a huge rivalry. I don't like Mizzou. I'm from Missouri. I don't like Mizzou. So don't get it twisted like I'm a, a bitter Mizzou fan. No. They don't even play each other anymore. And that was a huge rivalry game. That was the flea kicker or whatever. The the one back in 1998 where there was a kick up. Yeah. I, who the hell did that? That was what made Tommy Frazier famous. I'm not a college football historian because I think it is overrated. There are four teams that are going to be in the college football playoffs almost every single year. You're going to have Ohio State. You're going to have Clemson, you're going to have Alabama, and then you're going to have an at-large team. Sometimes it's going to be a Notre Dame. Sometimes it's going to be an OU. It's going to be a Georgia, a Wisconsin, a uh, who's a team out west. Sometimes an Oregon that gets Oregon, in. A, it doesn't matter. State Alabama maybe. or Clemson's winning it every year. It's become monotonous. It College football. Or we forgot LSU. LSU sometimes sneaks in. Florida State sneaks in. No, Florida State. Sucks. They got a more national championship in the last six years. They've won one before since Texas. Texas got one what? Two thousand six. Vince Young. Yeah. Okay. So. When did they? What did I can't remember. Two thousand fifteen. Jameis Winston. Oh yeah. Yeah. Crab legs. I forgot about yeah. crab legs. But they're. Hey, he's and Bobby good, Bowden though. just died this week. He had two national championships. 
maybe three. I, I, I'm not the biggest, like I said, college football but guy. But you are a huge Florida State fan. No, no, no. I'm not a huge Florida State fan. I'm a Florida State fan. And I actually started watching them because of their baseball. Yeah. Back in the day, they had a good baseball team. But, um, yeah, it college football is great. I like college football. I will watch it on Saturdays when it's on. It is overrated. We could. It is like college basketball. You could eliminate the whole entire season. I just watched the tournament. And go to the tournament. Exactly. You could eliminate the whole entire college football. And if they expand to eight teams or ten teams like they're talking about for the college football playoff, don't play the season. It is a waste of time. Throw five SEC teams in there. Throw three Big Ten teams. Because that's who you're going to put in anyway. Throw Notre Dame because everybody thinks Notre Dame is still good. And uh, just go ahead and play it out because it does not matter. The regular season doesn't matter. So overrated in my opinion. we got to move quickly. We are freaking eating up some time. Um, We're going to go with the next overrated, underrated. Second weddings. I put down bachelor parties, but the whole idea of a second wedding where people... You've only been married once. I've been married once. I know a lot of people that have been married twice that put on a big gigantic show... They want to treat their... Dude, well, you're doing it for the second time. So, you already fucked up once. So my wife, Save your money. My wife was... This is my wife's second marriage. Married a very bad individual who hid uh, a disease very well until she finally caught on. But we did a very small wedding, which I wanted because I'm not a big kind of person. We could have got married at a... Courthouse. Courthouse. Come but in. my mom wanted to see me get married and, you know, definitely help. she helped out quite a bit with our wedding. But, yeah, if I – I don't – I'm never going to get married again if this one doesn't work out. Even though she if she tries to divorce me, I'll kill her. <laughs> not really. <laughs> not really. Because now that this is on tape and if she ends up – that's not a good thing. No. Just but I'm talking about from a guy's standpoint. Obviously, women, it's different. No, I would not. But if I, a guy gets hype about a second a marriage, first wedding, let alone a second one, like... Well, I went... You know, the great thing about my our, my first wedding, I went freaking hunting on that day. That's true. Okay. So, this started because I'm going to Georgia next month. It is a tr- freaking 18-hour trip for a second wedding. No. Uh, it'd be great if the person who was getting married lived in Georgia. They don't live in Georgia anymore. They live in Kentucky, which is half the distance. Second weddings, and they went to Vegas for a bachelor's party. I couldn't. I can't go to like. I have kids, man. I. It's just not a position. It's not that fe- feasible. In. It's not feasible. It's a day to drive. It's a bunch of money to fly because COVID right now. Second weddings. If you're treating it. Like a first wedding? Like a first wedding or you're, like you're the bride. I They're so overrated. Overrated. Bro, if I ever get married again, it'd be a piece of paper. And she's out there, so she's not going to hear what I'm talking about right now. But it's there's so much Until money. Until she, she clicks on and listens to us. She us. does not listen to us. <laughs> but there's, it's, it's so overrated. 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 Overrated, 100%. All right, we're going to go with we're going to skip one. We're going to go with the last one and we are in Missouri and anybody who's from the Midwest knows gas station pizzas. Uh, Casey's is the one that everybody Dude, people are religious about Casey's pizza here. They either love shit. it or they do not Dog they do not shit. care. I rather have Hunt's Brothers pizza any day of the week. Nobody's going to know what the fuck we're talking about, but 
They are extremely overrated. Gas station pizza is overrated. If I get done with a hunt, we are going to Master Bader's in Stockton, <laughs> freaking Missouri, and we're gonna get us some breakfast, breakfast burritos. burritos. And they they are called Master Bader's, and that is the best freaking gas station ever, and the best name ever. I wish they had merchandise because I'd wear it. But uh, they got breakfast burritos. I think gas station pizza is so overrated. It's always burnt up. It's always or old. Old and crusty. Yeah, you can get there at 7 a.m. And it's still dog shit. And she loves it. She loves my, gas station my, pizza. My, my wife, Amanda fucking loves Casey's pizza. I'm like, it's cheese. There's no fucking sauce. And it's burnt. And it's burnt. Okay, so we're going to move into the new session that we are doing. We are short on time, so we are moving um rapid fire it's gonna be fill in the question um it's gonna i don't know what the hell the name of it is gonna be but it's gonna be a question we're gonna try to come up with an answer so this is the first one worst type of food truck is blank what is the worst thing that you can think of for a food truck i'm gonna go first just to give you an example um deep fried cottage cheese i hate fucking cottage cheese with a passion hot cottage cheese curdled milk <laughs> at the fair you're walking around getting drunk riding the freaking zipper going around and round some shaky ass carny rides put together by minimum wage employees <laughs> hired in the paper and you want to get yourself a side of deep fried cottage cheese that sounds fucking disgusting uh so worst food truck twice fried Tube steak sandwiches. Tube steak sandwiches. Depends on what you're into. Some people might be into the tube steak, but nobody wants twice, twice fried. fried. Refried beans. There's an old uh, Mitch Hedberg joke. And it's like, are refried beans as good the first time when we're just wasting time <laughs> refrying them? I can't remember what the joke is, but yeah. Um, the second one is the worst thing to forget on a hunting trip. And I'm going to let you go first. Uh... We, we we discussed this before, but I'm a I'm a wet wipes TP um, an extra pair of socks, so if you have to wipe your ass. See, and there's a bunch of shirts that are uh, that missing sleeves. sleeves, and that's when uh, you get out there and you drink coffee all morning. You get up at two o'clock in the morning, or you pound with, coffee. You get, get whiskey the drunk the night Ooh, before. Yeah, six thirty in the morning, and. Uh, the bubble guts started happening. So you took my answer with the wet wipes because there's not a lot of foliage out in the woods in the middle of December. No. There are no tree leaves, no nothing. Unless if, you want to go straight caveman wipe with a rock. Bro, or like a, a pine tree. Holy, Holy shit. shit. That, that's a bad news bears. Um, they so didn't the, get stuck in that. And then you get some sab stuck on the asshole hair. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> So, you can forget the TP. That was mine. I'm going to try to come up with something different. Um, that first of the morning snacks, dude. Because you've been up since 2 o'clock in the morning. Shooting time at 7 a.m. You've been pounding caffeine all day long getting everything ready. And you forget snacks. By noon, 11 o'clock, 10 o'clock. By the time you get back to civilization, you are going to be hurting um, I don't know if I said it like that, but you're going to be hurting. It's not going to be a good situation. What's your go-to snack? Go-to snack in the morning, man. Uh, 
something with some sugar, but uh, it's got to have bread. Like, you don't want to go something too simple. Like a honey bun. Like a honey bun. Dude, you're going to be fucked up. Oh, uh, no. Honey bun. There's a honey Snickers, bun. Snickers, honestly, is a good one. That's a good one. Uh, I got a new, my buddy brought me one and had it for the first time. It's called Boston Cream Pie Honey Buns. Covered in chocolate. It's a honey bun filled with fucking cream. Bro, a honey bun, though, put that bitch in the microwave for 15 seconds. Holy, Holy shit. shit. Yeah. All right, back from pee break number two. We will get into the next fill-in-the-question session. I don't know what the fuck we should call it. Uh, If not drugs, what would you have a dog detect? Wet pussy. (laughs) The WAP. No, I think we just lost a bunch of people. Uh, (laughs) What would you have a dog detect? Uh, Bullshit. Man, this is one thing I did not think of i didn't write anything down for uh beer i would detect beer find it in a whenever there's an earthquake a beer shortage collapses yeah beer shortage robin they find the beer yeah and they look for it and uh get some for you um hey it was the first thing that came to my mind Worst side effects of Viagra. Imaginary side effects of Viagra. I'm going to go first, and I'm going to go, you maintain for four hours, but you lose half your length for four hours. Uh, side effect, your dick implodes. <laughs> yes, worse imaginary side effect of viagra it implodes so you wouldn't even be able to do anything with it no it, it, it takes it, it gets hard and then boom it implodes <laughs> not like the runs or anything like that no. just straight up you turn into an instant caitlin jenner oh jesus h um this one's gonna get us canceled like i said um so the fifth and final one is there was the website back in 2010 time frame, very popular, um, the Chive. So the fr- their catchphrase was, keep calm and chive on. This one is, keep calm and blank. You, you want to go first? Well, mine was, keep calm and no one gets hurt. Keep calm and shit your pants. Keep calm and shit your pants. Are you telling somebody to shit their pants or they're going to shit their pants? Either or, whatever you want to do. Gotcha. Just, you know, keep calm and shit your pants. Keep calm and shit. Or, how about keep calm, I'm shitting my pants. Keep calm, I'm shitting my pants. <laughs> keep calm, don't freak out. I'm just shitting I my shit pants. I shit myself. I just, just a little bit. It's just, just a little. Chart. It's, it's a just, chart. Yeah, just a little. Keep calm, and I shit my pants. <laughs> and mine was, keep calm and no one gets hurt. Clearly, you're robbing a bank or something. We're going to do the next... And we talked about it for the last two podcasts, and we finally got to it today. We're going to do the draft. Honestly, I have no idea who won the last one. People were pissed off that... You we, didn't have Barry Sanders in yours. That I didn't have oh, no, Barry Sanders. Dion, Dion Sanders, Dion but you had it in yours. And I was like, uh, you don't understand the draft. We're picking the best players. Only one person gets to take them. So I'm not really sure who won. Um, so you get to pick. If you want to go first or second, we're going to do the best minor league baseball team mascots well 
I can't find it now, but the, what was it? The Alabama Trash Pandas or something? Rocket City Yeah, the Rocket Trash City Pandas. Trash Pandas. So band. you're wanting to go first, is what you're saying. I uh, Yes, we can, okay. do we can do that. We're going to go five. So, Strain took the Barry Sanders of this draft. <laughs> the Rocket City the Trash, Trash Pandas. Pandas. They have the coolest freaking hat logo. It is a raccoon. I freaking love it. Um... So I'm going to go second and uh, my first and my second pick. And, man, there is some freaking wicked ones. This one I've never even heard of, but the logo was so awesome. It's got to be my first pick. It was the Eastern Reyes del Tigers. Look it up. Look it up right now. The logo is a tiger and they started in 2019, the end of 2020. I think their first season was 2020. It is a tiger with a blonde mullet. It is awesome. <laughs> it's Eastern Del Rio. Del, it's Eastern Del Tigre. Eastern <laughs> Reyes Del Tigres. So I don't speak Spanish. I'm guessing that's tigers from Eastern... Um, yeah, but they have a sick logo. It is one of my favorite. Um, a tiger with a mullet. I get, we got, I'm trying <laughs> to show it up right now. Um, did you find it? Yeah, I found it. It's pretty funny. Uh, and then for my second pick, <coughs> oh, man. Um, dude, the East Texas War Pigs East had Texas. a sweet logo. Um, War Pigs is just a cool name, too. And that's going to leave you with your second and third picks. I'm going to go with the El Paso Chihuahuas. Living in El Paso for a year and a half. Uh, I did go see these guys play. They were pretty decent. I don't know how the fuck to spell Chihuahua, so we're just going to spell it however and fix it later. Um, that leaves you with your third pick. Uh... Oh shit! Uh, there's a couple on here that I like. I'm gonna go with the Wichita Wingnuts. <laughs> Wichita Wingnuts, and see, I feel like they change names to like some pony or unicorn or some shit here lately. Um, Wichita Wingnuts. I'm gonna go with one that wasn't on a cool name list, but is no doubt gonna win the draft because it is the most famous minor league baseball team out there and it is a cool mascot if you had a guess what would it be bull durham the durham bulls freaking such a badass movie such a cool mask holy shit he hit the bull i think he wins a free state <laughs> like one of the coolest mascots um man you got the lansing lug bull durham uh, trash pandas. The trash pandas, man. That's the best. The Dill Tigres. Well, my uh, phone just fucking took a dump. Nice. Um, number four. I'm going to go with the Richmond Flying Squirrels. I've seen them. I almost did that one. Well, you have two more. Well, if I can get freaking... Well, I'll show you a list of some of the best ones. There you go. I'm, might be back at it. Richmond Flying Squirrels, um, obviously the ones that I got marked out are the ones that we've taken already. I've written down the best one. You don't have to look it up. <laughs> I found ones that were better 
than the Google list because they didn't have the most up-to-date shit. I know. They uh, didn't even have the trash pandas on there. There was one, it was like the corn belters. And I thought that was pretty fucking funny. You're going to have to look that one up because I haven't seen that one. I saw uh, something corn shuckers. Uh, here we go. Okay. I, I, I some bitch. Uh, where is it? There it is. The Hartford Yard Goats. Yeah, I, I have that one written down. The Hartford Yard Goats. Hartford, Connecticut, I think. And so I get another one. Yep. The Amarillo Sod Poodles. There's a lot of Texas going on. Sod. Well, I think with the Wichita is... Yeah. I, I've heard... Uh, El Paso <laughs> and Amarillo. And I've got the Del Tigres. And that's... Texas, the East Texas War Pigs. Um, and there's another one I had written down on the list. Uh, this is the final pick. Dude, there are so many good ones. Uh, I can't go Iron Pigs because I already got War Pigs. Um, dude, there's the Down East Wood Ducks. Yeah, they're, uh, what about... I'm going to go one of the coolest logos I've ever seen. It's the Rocky Mountain Vibe. Yeah. The name is not cool, but it is literally a s'more on fire. A freaking marshmallow, chocolate, and a graham cracker on fire. There's the... The corn belters. <laughs> yeah. You almost have to go old school and go to the Ozark Mountain Ducks. That sucks. <laughs> the fucking classic. But, um... Yeah, that's going to leave us with our draft. You've got the Rocket City Pandas, the El Paso Chihuahuas, the Wichita Wingnuts, Hartford Yard Goats, Amarillo Side Poodles. I'm going to go with uh, the Down East Del Tigres, the East Texas War Pigs. Almost sounds like a damn cologne. It does. It sounds fancy. The Durham Bulls, Richmond Flying Squirrels, the Rocky Mountain Vibe. Yeah, that's going to be it. We're going to throw it up on social media. Um... Instagram, Facebook, you guys can vote wherever the hell you want, and we'll see which one you like the most. This one was fun because there's so many cool names. Um, there's a lot of hats of these like logos. Like some of them are based off logos. The Del Tigres is like that's a mouthful of. Cur- of I'd stuff. like to go free and buy some of their all these teams hats or a fucking shirt or something. Yeah, they they released and came out with this team right before Tiger King happened, oh. and it, a tiger <laughs> with a mullet. Is the coolest fucking logo, and I don't think anybody's ever even heard See, of it. I tried to cut our dog's hair into a mullet, but didn't happen. I got a I got a mohawk, and they probably fucking the dog probably hated you. No, he freaking loves it. He's a fucking badass. The mohawk, that's freaking great. But yeah, that's going to wrap it up for this week. It is the hundredth episode. We were going to have Chan and Korea come on here, but uh, yesterday was his birthday, and he went a little too hard in the paint. But uh, a little hungover, <laughs> a little hungover. He slept uh, on the floor today, so we're gonna cut him a little bit of slack. But yeah, thanks to everybody who's tuned in, shared this thing, left reviews, all that good stuff. We will uh, be back next week, of course, with some not real football because real football doesn't start this weekend. We might talk about maybe the big game. The Saturday game, Georgia and Clemson. Georgia and Clemson. See, as much as I don't care... You're going to watch it, though. 
I, as much as I say college football is overrated, that's still a great fucking matchup. Yeah. Number three versus number five. We were talking about it earlier. Clemson's quarterback, DJ Ugalele, yeah, started against Notre Dame last year and freaking played out. He's he gonna, out. He's going to be a freaking stud, man. I, It's going to be a weird year. Um, I just hope that seasons don't get screwed up. Games getting canceled. Yeah, the Pac-10 played like four games last year. Like, it's it, it's terrible. It's gonna be better. It's gonna be better pro, better football because they're not playing inner interleague all year. Yeah. Well, hell, what was it? Michigan played five games last year. Yeah. Like that's one of the top programs. Like, how can you take a first round pick out of Michigan when they played five games last year? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's tough. And um, I don't know, man. It's going to be a weird season. But it's cool to get back to it with people actually able to go to the games. Like, uh, you know, I don't know what NFL capacities are right now, but I think everybody's 100%. I think 100%. Yeah, so it's going to be good for people to get back to that shit. Um, And then we get to do uh, DraftKings rosters for anybody that plays DraftKings. We'll throw our two cents on who we think would be bangers or bust. Yeah. What um what the hell? Uh Dobbins got hurt. I know that. Um so the Ravens have no freaking running back. Like, Do they have Gus Edwards? Gus Edwards isn't bad. I heard a stat today. You know how many receptions Gus Edwards has had in forty games? 40 games. Probably five. Receiving is like... I mean, that's receiving... Big... That's 40% of a running back's value. And he has 16 receptions in 40 games. I'll tell you one player I'm playing week one. And he's already locked into my roster. Who do you think it is? Christian McCaffrey? No, fuck no. Why not? Uh, Najee Harris. Oh, he, they are going to run the dog shit, and he's going to catch the ball out of the backfield too. I don't trust Big Ben. Um, man, I, I don't, don't trust Big Ben to turn around and hand the ball off. Okay, so Najee Harris is a lot of his game comes from receiving, and you have to look at how many receivers they have and they're, they're gonna run the so ball loaded. so much to save on big ben this year is gonna be i think they're gonna be he- they're gonna try to go back to the heavy run and to set up the you know the big play on the pass they lost a lot of offense i know they i, I know they did but they lost gonna, going away though you know they're gonna run the ball a lot yeah okay so let's go through there's there's six there's eight. There's eight divisions. Um, two conferences, eight divisions. Start at the top. Who's your winner? Okay, we'll we'll start with the AFC uh, East. Oh, can I just do running backs? No, 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 no. I'm talking the winner of the divisions. Yeah, AFC East. Yeah, Patriots, Jets. I'm gonna uh, go Patriots. Gonna, I think the Patriots are gonna win that. Patriots over the Bills. Yep. Over the Bills. I yeah I. What I've seen from the Patriots during this preseason with their running ability, I know it was against, you know, vanilla vanilla defenses, but I think they're going to be able to run the ball quite well. Fucking Cam Newton got cut. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I'm going with the Bills. The Bills are the Bills are one player away. The yeah. Bills are fucking studs. Um, I, I mean, I I just like the what I've seen so far with their running game <coughs> and Mac Jones being a pretty you know accurate passer and put a lot of touch and put the ball wherever he needs it to be. All right, so let's go AFC South. Texans, uh, Colts, Tennessee, and uh, Jaguars. Uh, Tennessee takes it. Tennessee. Tennessee, easy. Um, that is a weak, weak division. I mean, Wentz Houston, is hurt every other week. Wentz is hurt. And they were the wild card. And Houston. Houston the, is a fucking joke. They, I don't even know the that. The are fired out Yeah, there. I don't even know that they're going to have a quarterback. Um, go AFC West. You're going to go Chiefs. I'm going to go Chiefs as well. There's nobody else even fucking close. close. The Chargers, people are picking them as a dark horse. I don't I don't see it. Um, they were they in just every, went to a new coach. They were in every game last year. That they, they yeah, they just changed coaches though. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not a fan. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not buying it. I think Herbert. There's I think they're. Film on I think they're number two. I think Denver is number three. <sighs> see, Chargers, Oakland, Denver. Any one of them could be number three. You could. I could see either any or. Um, I don't like Denver at all. I think they're a 500 team at best. I'm hoping that they're either way above 500 or way below 500 so we can actually get some change. Um, we'll go the toughest division in football. Anybody who disagrees is out of their fucking mind. AFC North with the Browns, Steelers, Ravens, and uh, who the hell else is in the AFC North? Browns, Steelers, Ravens. Draw a blank. Drawing a blank. <laughs> We've been drinking. Like I said, Corona. Corona is taking over. AFC North, the Brown Steelers, Ravens, and... Um, Who are we forgetting? I don't know, because it's going to be the Browns, because the Ravens <laughs> don't have a running back, and uh, the Bengals. <laughs> yeah, no, the Bengals aren't going to do it. The Browns and the Ravens are going to be really tough. The Steelers, you never know what to expect. <laughs> yeah. They're going to be over 500. Uh, the Bengals it, it could be closer either, to five hundred. It could be either or Browns or Ravens. It, it's just depending. I'm going Browns. They're I'm, I'm more gonna go complete. Bra- I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna go Browns. Dream Hunt, dude. They got two freaking studs at running yeah. back. I, I mean, I'm gonna go with the Browns too, but it's. You know, I could see the Ravens. Dude. I could see the Ravens. It's like it's fifty fifty. It could be either or. Then we're gonna go with the perennial <clears throat> NFC least. Cowboys, Reds, Cowboys, football team, Eagles. I'm, I'm going to say Redskins. You're going to say Redskins? They don't play anymore, but I'm going to go with Washington well, as well. Washington, whatever the fuck you want. WFT. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with Washington as well. I think their defense is ungodly, and Fitzmagic has one more season in him. He just needs to get a lead and, and maintain, run the ball and let the defense do work. Yeah, it... Dude, their defense is so good. Yeah. And Dallas' that, that O-line is so terrible. They're going to feast on freaking Dallas. I, it's going to be a beating. Yeah. One of the other divisions that is just terrible in a one-sided show, but could be interesting depending on how quarterback play comes out, um, the NFC South. The Falcons lost Julio, but they got a freaking big <clears> weapon <throat> this year in the draft. Um, <coughs> they got uh, Calvin Ridley and uh, was it Gage? Uh, Gage and what the hell is the tight end they drafted uh, him before? Fitzpatrick? No, 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 no. Uh, what the fuck is his name? 
He's a freaking stud from yeah, Florida. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. I, I've drank beer and whiskey um, since then. Everything is slow right now. Uh, Kyle Pitts. Kyle yeah, Kyle Pitts. Yeah, I think... Well, I mean, Atlanta's got two younger wide receivers and a very young tight end. They could... They, they they could shake it up with a quarterback who was an MVP. Yes. Um. So that leaves you Falcons, Panthers. They're gonna be freaking trash. Saints with Jameis Winston starting. Uh, oh man. I I'm gonna I'm gonna hey, no, I'm gonna go on them. I'm gonna give it Jameis after having LASIK. I'm gonna, over Tom Brady, and the Bucks. I forgot the Bucks and no the Bucks. The Bucks. The, the Bucks. Bucks. I it, forgot the Bucks being in that division. The Bucks, but I could easily see the Saints being a wild card. Yeah. Um. Let's go with the NFC uh, West since we did the South. 49ers, um, Seahawks, Cardinals, and Packers. No, 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 no Packers. NFC West is the 49ers, Seahawks, Cardinals, and the Rams. The Cardinals is a good pick. The Seahawks defense is so fucking trash. Mm-hmm. But Russell Wilson is tough to count out. Did Man, the Rams he, I, with Stafford? I'm I'm gonna go on on a on a with the Rams. Everybody is picking the Rams, so you're not crazy out on a limb. But well, you didn't know that, so it's out on a limb to you. Yeah, because well, you know Stafford. Uh, Stafford he, could do it. Did they just win the Super Bowl three years ago with a worse quarterback? Yeah, I mean he's. Got you know, two good white Cooper Cup, uh, Woods. I wish they would have Cam Akers, but he tore his Achilles. Yeah. And they just they just acquired Sonny Michelle, who can catch the shit out of the ball out of the backfield. I'm going with the Cardinals, man. You know, I, I, <clears throat> it's a young pick. They <laughs> did their wide receiver depth. It's yeah, insane. insane. But I, I just, could easily see the Seahawks taking that whole division, though. Freaking. Uh, Kyler Murray is just sometimes hot and cold too too much for me. Yeah, uh, and then NFC North Packers. The, there's nothing else. The to Packers, say. Bears, Lions, Falcons, or Vikings. <laughs> the Bears definitely downgraded, or not Bears, but uh, Detroit downgraded getting Jared Goff. Yeah, no, it's uh, Goff Stafford. It's the same thing. I mean, it's, I mean. Let, they traded two first round picks. They got two first round picks and golf. Like, they won that trade. I think. I think who the was. fuck trades away two first round picks for Stafford, who's thirty three, and done nothing. Well, I mean, he was. I mean, you remember the the show that he put on with Megatron? He put, yeah, he put some shows on, and he's got two good wide receivers. They've won no playoff games. It was with fucking Detroit. He had the best be wide of, receiver of best talent wise wide receiver, receiver of all time. Yes, but and they, they had, won zero playoff games. Yes, I think they do much better. The Rams will do much better. But yeah, the the Rams are easily going to do much better than the Lions. And they got freaking Aaron Donald. Who is, that whole division is trash. You got the Vikings in second, Packers in first. Yeah, uh, wouldn't surprise me if the Packers fell flat on their freaking face with Aaron Rodgers wanting out. Devontae Adams. <laughs> he just running out. They're bringing back every old player from they the They brought Packers. back Randall Cobb. They want Clay Matthews back. <laughs> dude, the dude hadn't played football in four years. I mean, he has a He guy. was a beast, but he hadn't played in four years. And they want him back. So, the Packers are going to take it, but I Well, he did go on that him. rant where he was like, he did all these veterans dirty, and now they don't want to bring him back. Can we just agree that the NFC is absolute trash? Who's the best 
team in the NFC? The Packers? That's the only team I can think of. The Bucks? I mean, the Bucks are the Super Bowl champions, and they stayed the same, so I could easily see them doing it. But the Bucks were trash all year long till the very end. I mean, so I was surprised. They, they went on a run, and what the hell would they have done with Kansas City with an offensive line? Oh, it had to have been a different game. But I was, you know, Green Bay dropped the ball when they did not score on four consecutive turnovers that Tom Brady caught. Yeah. Yeah, it it's unexcusable. Green Bay can't win the uh, can't win the championship game, the conference championship. So we'll get off of football. We'll get back into that. We are ready. Um, teal season kicks off between now and the next. not the next episode, but the episode after that. Because we got this weekend, tomorrow, the weekend, and then the weekend after that, September eleventh. So uh, yeah, dove season. Get out. Shoot some dove. Enjoy some of this uh, slight fall weather. If you uh, were affected by the hurricane, we're thinking of you. Hopefully, uh, you guys made it out okay and everybody's safe. And uh, just really appreciate you guys for tuning in for this 100th episode. We got another 100 more in us. And, uh, yeah, Justin, you got anything, man? Like, follow, subscribe, comment. We could love to see the comments. Love to read the comments and love the feedback. Give us some ideas that you guys want to hear about, too. Yeah, this finish the question nonsense, overrated, underrated. And for the love of God, vote on this freaking draft nonsense that we Vote for me. I won. Trash pandas. (laughs) Get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to win with the Durham Bulls. But, uh, yeah, until next time, you guys have a great one. Hold on. uh, on. Shut up, meat. Do what? Shut up, meat. (laughs) I don't know what the fuck you're saying. You you never watched fucking Bull Durham? Oh, God, uh, yes. Shut up, me. Why the hell do you always call me me? Because <laughs> that's all you do. You guys have a good one. Have a good guy.